The Great Work Radio Program. The Great Work Radio and Blog are features of Jesse War's website and can be accessed at jessiewar.com. That's J E S S E W A U G H.com. We look forward to comments submitted to the blog and hope you enjoy today's program. In this special episode of The Great Work Radio, we speak with the Marquis Vanni Torrigiani Malaspina, descendant of a long line of Florentine Italian noblemen, who is one of the primary custodians of the beautiful Torrigiani Gardens in Florence. The Giardino Torrigiani is the largest privately held urban estate in Europe. Vani takes us on the garden's path of enlightenment, gives us a thorough history of his aristocratic family, and explains the esoteric significance of the estate's plethora of arcane iconography, including the awe-inspiring Torrigiani Tower of Athenor, a colossal 19th-century alchemical oven in which bodies were burned as purification. Be sure to watch the associated video included in the same article as this broadcast, which goes even further to illustrate the beautiful Temple of Arcadia, the ethereal path of enlightenment, as well as the astounding history and function of Torrigiani Gardens' Bacani Tower, otherwise known as the Tower of Athenor. The history of my family in the garden started in 1531, when a member of my family, Raffaello Torrigiani, bought uh, two tiny houses and uh, one land, one garden, in uh, one orto, we call, in uh, Via del Campuccio. And uh, well, this, this land and these houses, in, during the, the years, grew in the house and became villa, became villa, I'm sorry for my English, and uh, the garden in front of the villa uh, go much better and with mm, lots of flower and they produce also uh, vegetables. And uh, so this, the, um, from the 1500s then to the six, six, 1600s, they continuing to enlarge the property and the garden. At the end of uh, 1700, uh, of uh, 1800, sorry, um, 18th century, uh, I have to make confusion with the dates, but in uh, 1797, mm. uh, the Pietro Torrigiani inherited all the, the side of the garden situated in Via del Campuccio and uh, he was very very rich and he started to enlarge the garden in, um, in, uh, and transform it in, uh, from Italian style garden 1500s to an English romantic garden in uh, early 1800s with the help of a very famous architect the Luigi de Cambre Digny uh, from France and so Till now, the family take care of this, the garden, and until now, the family continue the work to maintain this garden, in this romantic English garden, and to uh, 
to, to give this beautiful garden to the next generation to take care of this. It's a sort of a, it's almost a seven hectares. It's, it means like 15 acres of uh, no uh, buildings. And so it's, we call it a sort of, um, uh, how do you say, uh, pulmones, like uh, for oxygen. for Lungs. For, yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly, lungs for the city. Oh, right, lungs, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, what is the relation? Is there any relation to the Villa Torrigiani in um, Conigliano? Yeah, <laughs> yes, because the, that, that, that villa, uh, one of my favorite villas in, in Italy, because it's incredible, also the guy with the garden, was is, uh, owned by my family. But at one point, uh, that villa goes to uh, a lady, Torrigiani's lady, Torrigiani woman, that. Uh, he married, she, she married a uh, long time ago, she married um, Principe, Prince Colonna from Rome. So now the, uh, the family, Colonna's family owned the villa, but the villa is still Villa Torrigiani. Okay, I see. All right. And then is there also another uh, third Villa Torrigiani in Florence or no? Yes, there, is, there are many because uh, there are pa uh, one palace in, um, in Lungarno Torrigiani in the... Uh, in the center of, of Florence is owned by a great uncle of my father. Then there is a beautiful uh, villa uh, on Scandici, Villa Torrigiani, as we call Villa San Martino alla Palma. That now um, was my family sold, so now it's owned by a very famous political uh, man, Italian, Italian political man. And you referred to your father, that's uh, Vieri, right? Yes, my and father. And he's the Marquis Vieri Torrigiani Malaspina. Exactly. This is a Marquis. We are Marquis. We are Marquis uh, since 1600. And uh, also we are uh, Malaspina because my family, Torrigiani's family, uh, met the Malaspina's family that is oldest and much more powerful in the, in the medieval age and uh, 1000, uh, uh, all the land in the north of Toscany where we, ha till now, we have a castle, beautiful castle. Oh, really? Castle of Fos di Novo. If you search on internet website, my brother is take care of this castle, doing uh, um, a sort of um, bed and breakfast, historical uh, uh, houses, and uh, also he um, uh, also how do you say invite uh, artists, yeah, artists, and they made uh, a lot of uh, incredible things uh, like. Um, uh, Installation or sorry for my right, English. right. No, that's right. So and it's beautiful because it's up on the sea. You can see Porto Venere from the castle. It's north of Toscany. Is above Sarzana. Is um, beautiful. Where Dante Alighieri was in that castle. Uh, in oh, the, after he had been exiled from Florence. Exactly. Exactly. Oh so, wow, that's fascinating. Wow. So um, okay. So you have you have several brothers, right? I say we have one brother. And are, who's the oldest? I am the oldest. So will you, you'll become the Marquis? Yes, I am. My family is different rules of, um, of, uh, of, the, of the title. Right, the passing on titles. Right. My family, the rules is the old male of my family are Marquis from the born. So I am till now Marquis. Not only one Marquis, but... Oh, all, I see. All right. And all the, the women... That the male married, or yeah. my wife, uh, they are marquis. But my the the female, the for example, my daughter, she's uh, she's not a real marquis, but she's noble, Florentine, noble Florentine, not marquis. So only the male and the the wife of the male. 
And your wife, uh, Susanna, is half English? Yes, and she is half English and uh, her mother uh, from Welsh and they, she, she born in London and she studied there. Uh, the, the family of uh, her mother is from London, from originally from Welsh and then in London. Okay. It's a great family, um, important family. There are like um, medical, or his grandfa her grandfather was the first, uh, uh, how do you say, when you take care of animals, a doctor. Uh, ve veterinarian. Veterinarian that yeah. goes in the, from the England in, uh, in Africa because he invented uh, something from, for the cows. So he was one of the first uh, goes in Africa. Okay, so uh, good family. Wow, okay. All yes. right, so um, basically um, the garden that your family owns is the largest urban garden in Florence, but that's not actually what's the most interesting about it. What's most interesting is what it was used for by Pietro Torrigiani, your uh, your ancestor. And yes. he created what you've termed is a path of enlightenment. Absolutely. In the form of a, a large garden, a very beautiful large walled garden that runs roughly parallel to the Boboli Gardens. Yes, exactly. And, uh, can you tell us about, can you walk us down the path of enlightenment? Yes, okay, of course. And uh, this, this path of enlightenment, they, he studied uh, Pietro Torrigiani uh, when he met this, that I told you, the famous architect Luigi de Cambridini. They met inside, and, uh, in the Freemasonry, in the Loggia Massonica. Uh, I know, you know what does it mean, uh, Freemasonry? Oh yes, definitely, yeah. Yes, so the Freemasonry of that period is quite different, but um, so they met each other in a Loggia Masonica and uh, they decided to build in this garden, this uh, romantic garden, also uh, because they also planted an incredible trees, so there are uh, lots of meaning also this romantic English garden, but they, um, they decided to, also to, to, to build this esoteric journey, this, this path to enlighten, um, for represented that was represented in the in the in the Freemasonry because uh, they dis, they believe that um, there are three level of uh, human being. Okay, if you are the most of the people and the, in the in the Freemasonry they believe in the exoterism that uh, is a sort of a religion uh, philosophy that said that in every in every man there is a sort of a divine light inside but most of the people can see uh, through the, this light and live in the ignorance like in the darkness the um, the purpose of the of the human of the human being for them people is to find this light inside yourself and to and with this light you after you can see a real world, the world like really is, and you have to do a, a, a sort of a, a, of a passage between a, a, um, a dark side, between a, of a, a something that started from instinct, and you have to go uh, towards where, uh, through the through the light, through the elevation of yourself, um, and these. This sort of enlightenment of, of a man, you can be represented in this garden because you can, from the the first part that you are going to the um, uh, to the temple of Arcadia, uh -huh. 
at the end where you can do your spiritual exercises, then you have to pass through a, a gymnasium where you have the body exercises. You have to practice just to prepare your, your, your head, your mind and your, uh, your body to go through the Hollywood. So we have a part of this garden that represents the dark, the darkness is represented by a, a wood is like all made by Quercusilex um, symbolic trees that is like incredible amazing because it's really dark under this and you were with me you 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 were with me in this wood so this representing the dark side the the dead the the night and so you have to fight to and to pass through and then at the end you have to reach the knowledge so you have to die and reborn again uh -huh. with knowledge with the new light and this is represented well represented to into the represented by the tower that is the that is the is the, um, the arrival point is the you know where you have to to go and the the, the tower is um, uh, divided in three different shapes you have a base is square square is like the hurt so the instinct the, the lower part okay the second part is uh, represented by uh, is an octagonal shape the octagonal shape is the shape of all the baptistries and represented the conjunction between the uh, some something from the earth with something in the sky at the end we have the third level when you are into the uh, where you um, you lose your ignorance and there is a circle so the circle is representing the perfection no angles so this is uh, the the um, the movement in, in this god and you have to pass through these buildings and also the interesting things uh, thing that uh, also the nature also the the trees also they they decided specifically because they meanings they representing something something for example all the bamboo the wood of bamboo uh, in the that make a frame of a temple in the in the, in the temple of the Arcadia, they they represented them the uh, the lightness, the air, the, the the color, and in that part of the garden, was also is representing also the the youthness because this esoteric path is also an a, a representing a life of a man from the born to the youthness and to the oldness, the dark side. And then after you have to reborn again. Also the lecho, also the the, mm, the uh, I don't know the English name, but it's some some of the um, oak trees uh, and into the Hollywood. They representing something because they used from the they used the wood from that trees for for build a cross of Christ. So in a in a moment is the uh, um, is a bad wood, no. But where, where was that cross built? Is there is that cross still in the garden? No, 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 no. The cross because my English is terrible. But uh, is um, the, the the real cross of Christ? The cross. Oh of, right, the original. Okay, yeah. Was made by uh, a wood, it took from a, a special a tree. Okay, right, right. Decided to plant in the, in the um, that tree is representing the symbol is no that. Uh, is, is interesting because uh, from one point of view uh, is representing that uh, a bad thing because from the, that wood the same wood with the, to the cross of the Christ where was where Christ died but at the same time without that cross all the human being knows no redemption so it's also good so the dark and the light and if you remember the statue 
for example, under, under the temple is the oldest statue of the garden. This is from sen second century after Christ. And that's of a lion killing a bull? Is that the one? It's the god of the sun, Mitra, that uh, is like uh, fighting and winning and is in one against the bull. And the bull representing the dark side, the human instinct. Now, when you say Mithra, you're referring to Mithras, and is the lion taking the, the form of Mithras? Mm, no, I, I really, uh, uh, the, the, that kind of, like, I, I really, no, I don't know, sorry. Okay, um, but that statue you said is, is ori an original Roman statue? It's because it's second century after Christ. Oh, wow, okay. It's written down that statue, this is the gift from Pietro Storigiani's mother. It's this old Greek made by old Greek, but it's not Greek, but it's Roman. Right, so it's a Roman copy of a Greek. At, uh, in that period, uh, the, the king is also the King Mitra is representing the, the sun, the knowledge. And, uh, and the bull is uh, representing the human instinct, you know, the, the lower part. I'm sorry. The, yeah, the base, the base nature of man. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. base, exactly. Yes, of course. So now, now, what is the uh, the tower? Is called Tower of Bacani. Yes, because um, after uh, Luigi, the architect Luigi de Cambredigni, in the, after four years, uh, the new architect of this garden was Gaetano Bacani. Gaetano Bacani was a very famous architect in Florence. Think that he made the restoration of uh, Santa Maria del Fiore, is at the Duomo, right. and he did the um, tower of, uh, with the bells of uh, Santa Croce and the Palazzo Borghese, so very famous architect. And uh, with Pietro Torrigiani, they, we have, um, my cousin have a frame in his house till now that representing the beautiful is, uh, and Pietro Torrigiani is, is drawing uh, the, the, the tower with Gaetano Baccani. So they decided, quite together to, to, to do this tower. That is very important also because it's um, the first uh, eclectic architecture in Florence. They made the tower in 1821 and it's neo-gothic. So it's also interesting like architecture, like a shape. And first of all, it's representing the crest of the family because Torrigiani is sort of like a people of the tower. Right, had there ever been any towers before that tower that um, fit the crest? Yes, exactly. And so uh, in the, he put the, they, they decided to put the tower, uh, they built an artificial hill uh, to put the tower more high than the other because it's also uh, uh, something representing your power. Right. And then, okay, so, so um, basically there's, you, have, you have this path of enlightenment. It's a, it's a wandering path that circles around inside the interior of the garden, of the walled garden. And it takes you through different steps of from darkness to light, from ignorance to knowledge. Exactly. Okay, and then once you get to the tower, um, the tower has different compartments. And you've mentioned the three top compartments, which I suppose would represent the exoteric uh, elements of the tower. But then there's also the esoteric element of the tower, which is at its base, I think. And can you tell us about the base of the tower? The base, you, you mean the, the, the oven? Yes. Under the tower, yes, uh, covered by the hill, where uh, on the, t the tower is on the top of this artificial hill, and under, inside this tower, and, uh, uh, inside this hill, under the tower, there is, um, uh, they call in, 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 in alchemy, in alchemy, they, 
also exoterism, alchemy, they believe the altogether power in the uh, also that there is some uh, energy point also in the in the on, on the earth. Not only on the human body, on the animals right. and ley lines. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So they decided to where to build things. And uh, the under the tower there is they call the Atanor. Atanor means like the oven. Is like is a, in a symbolic way, or obviously in the symbolic way. Maybe they can meet each other there, but we never we don't know. But in symbolic way, they use the atanor because uh, inside you have the uh, a burning bodies. A burning bodies like uh, ideally, ideally, if uh, if you burn your body after that inside uh, this atanor, the the ashes of the body. Uh, is uh, like going um, going through going through the the tower, and is a sort of um, uh, um, uh, I, I, I can say it's like uh, um, a purification, but sublimation. Because you see, you remember the the shape of the tower and the the hill under the tower is like a sort of a, that from larger goes tiny like more 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 narrow, uh, yeah. It's a sword, like uh, with a point, no? Yeah. It's in this movement, that ideally uh, representing the elevation, no? The elevation of a man, elevation, is this, these ashes burn in the oven. They can go up through the, through the tower in, into, into the sky, through the, you know, and, and reach the sublimation, the perfection. So after this, also after the tower, there is also, there was also a river. And the river with the water, that uh, water represented at the end uh, the calm, the purification, the eternity. Uh, and this is the. Uh, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm very sorry for my English, but no, uh, no, no. Your English is very good. Okay, so at the base of the tower, um, obviously, this is the most uh, fascinating element of it. Um, I mean, the, they they were using they were cremating bodies essentially in the base of this tower. And that's rather sensational, really. So what, what do you think, where do you think they were getting the bodies from? And do you think offhand that there's any possibility that there may have been any kind of human sacrifice involved? In, absolutely not. Uh, of, no, no. In, in fact, in reality, they, they use them in a symbolic way. They, they, this is the reason. But uh, in reality, they use them. Um, uh, the, 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 the oven, uh, for to say, the, 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 the room under the tower, the, the, they use it for um, like a st uh, storage, like a storage for all the lamps that they, they, they used during the incredible parties that they made at the garden. Because they also organized in parting, especially for the science. For example, one point in 1891, the, um, uh, the brothers Godard, they came from Paris to Florence in a um, uh, Mongolfiera, I don't know, in, in a balloon, uh -huh. like a third um, trip of the, that period. And they arrived in, into the Giardino Torigiani and they organized a party for that thing, thing. Did they land the balloon in, the, in your garden? Hippodrome. You remember? That's fantastic. <laughs> you can imagine all the tents, all the people doing parties. So they, they, in reality, they enjoyed life and they lived the garden you know, like philosophy parties. They, this esoteric journey is beautiful as uh, something that they, you can, because also in the, in the early 1800s, they were Hawthorne, um, Elizabeth Barrett Browning, Henry James in the garden. 
between that garden, Torre di Bello's garden, working in Florence. So they, they use the garden like for, to create inspiration, to, to lose yourself in this romantic garden. So they create parties, they do a lot of things. Quindi I completely, maybe they, they met each other for, for a reason, but completely excluded that they can do something. <laughs> People like, uh, because in, the, in that period, the Torrigiani's family was like, uh, is still now a, a great family, but in that period they like, uh, was political. Uh, they decided uh, the things. They, my great-grandfather founded a, a football Florence club, founded the Dante Society and the Horticultural Society. So they are comp- completely involved in the, in the life of the city. They are like a great, great, powerful, very rich family. They, Obviously, during the years, you know, happens many things. So now I have to bring my to start and dig. <laughs> yeah, and the the Italian Botanic Society was founded in your garden. In the, in the seventeen sixteen, they founded the first botanical society here in this garden. In the nineteen fifty one, in the villa where we lived with all my family, they made the first fashion show. The first fashion show in nineteen fifty one. And then moved to Palazzo Pitti, but the very first was in this in this garden. So it's a historical garden, botanical garden, romantic garden, as like Guinness Garden or uh, records because of many things. Yeah, also uh, sit in this garden. So uh, balloons, signs. So absolutely no human sacrifice. <laughs> so and then in the 20th century, there were two fairly major events uh, that affected the garden, at least temporarily, and those were World War II and then also the city of Florence attempting to take over the garden. Can you tell us about those? Yes, absolutely, because it was like uh, during the war, you, as, as all we know, is like uh, everything is... Uh, Something uh, completely under, under, uh, out of control. So, in the first of all, they they take like um, I don't know how to say when uh, like soldiers bring a, a place where to stay. You understand? They have to have a command there, like a sort of a right. So, an, uh, an occupation is what it is. <laughs> yeah. First of all, by the Germans. Oh really? Yeah. Yes, and. Uh, also, the garden you can see till now is the, the, some statues or uh, also the tower, the, some doors. They are also till now the holes, the damage of, of the wall. Something was burned, some statue was missed. So it was like a, a terrible period for, this, for, for the garden. When arriving, uh, when arrived the Americans, of course, uh, when the, the Germans goes, uh, goes away, went away, they, it was like first of all the Germans and then the Americans. But when the, the, the Germans goes away, they, they, uh, they put all in, in all the gardens just for uh, like a surprise for the, the Americans or for the, for, for the people after, all the mines, the mines. So they, um, they fill the garden with mines under, under the ground. But the history and at the time was uh, kind with the garden, uh, Torrigiani's garden, because one captain of the Germans uh, was in love with this garden. So he came back uh, and told, he told to the gardener of that period where the mine where, you know, where the mines were. Yeah, so, yeah. So the, the, the garden can say the, the, the garden, just because the captain was completely in love with, this, with the garden. So he said, no matter of Americans, Italians, or whatever, I just I don't want that this garden disappeared. Yeah, yeah. 
So it began. And then the Americans, and then uh, again my family. So it was the, during the war. And also the, the Americans, also the Germans before. And, and I, um, by myself, I found it. They build also a lot of um, tunnels. Just tunnels under maybe in front of the crypt, uh, just near the, the tower. Right. Tunnels down that goes also, also between the tower and the crypt and then outside the garden. And also in my area, my own area, where my Italian garden with the greenhouses that, that we are restoring, there, there's lots of galleries. During, they made also during the war. Also we have a tunnels in, made in 1700 for the water. So huge. Um, in fact, in uh, some parts of the garden, it, w- you, you can't go on with, with the truck or with a van or something heavy because it's dangerous for the, these, these, gal- these tunnels. And you, you said that when you were children, you used to go around in those tunnels. You can imagine. We were like uh, lots of cousins. But it's unbelievable now thinking because I have a daughter. It's impossible for me to have, because we, we, when we were a child, we used to build a torch with real fire, you know, with oil and with a stick. And we, like eight, 10, 12 years old, we, goes, we went everywhere in the, in the garden, under the tower, in the tunnels that brings the water also between the river and the walls, uh, under the crypt, the, in the crypt, as now it's closed because it's very damaged, is there are stairs that goes down and <laughs> open a lot of mm, tunnels and, uh, and rooms. So you can imagine like children with uh, torches. Uh, we are in life for like miracle. And so, so Vani, there are, there are stairs in the crypt that go down into tunnels? There are stairs in the crypt that goes down in the tunnels and goes down in the rooms that they, they would like to, to use because they built, Pietro Torgiani built the crypt for Barry's family. But um, after Napoleon's law, you can't do, you can't do in a private, uh, you, couldn't do, you couldn't do in a private uh, area, but only in a public cemetery for a hygienic reason. Do, do those tunnels connect to what, uh, the, the Athenor? To the oven. Yeah. Yes, you, you remember how, how long are the walls of Cosimo Primo de' Medici that connect the yeah. wall to the tower. Yeah. <laughs> so tunnels there, because it's an all artificial hill. So they, before they, they built uh, something, absolutely. And there are rooms, uh, and we were with my cousins with, uh, with the torch, uh, like uh, scared to death uh, <laughs> inside these incredible, amazing places, like... Uh, wow, and uh, but now it's too, too re- really dangerous. And so my, my, if if I I can imagine that my daughter maybe in a, in a while I can go with the torches with us. Because in the like like uh, thirty years uh, thirty years ago the garden was a little bit more uh, countryside. You know, there were chickens, also rabbits, and uh, also in the 1800s there were cows, there were deer. So, like most most count now is like, of course, the family is grown, so we are a lots of owners and uh, more people, um, and then also we we try to 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 maintain. So we 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 are uh, take care of this garden, make more beautiful, so the people can come and visit. So with that money, can we can try to to go uh, because we have to restore many things, buildings. We have to maintain like 
is enormous. It's very, very expensive. And we are, we are working so hard as by physically, personally, because we, we are in love with this place. And, we, and this is our paradise. And my reason and my uh, purpose is to show this garden and to leave this garden with other people. And I'm restoring the greenhouses for to do um, lessons, philosophical in speech and botanical. And uh, so... I would like to, to like uh, they use the garden in 1800 for the parties, for the people that can go in another place, uh, not in the traffic, not in the, you know, the fast furious of the life, but in a, a sort of the oasis of the, a place. Like a the, retreat, yeah. In the middle of a, of a city with no building. So, so uh, take, take like this from the 1500s till now. So, yeah. Uh, so... Now, you mentioned the Medicis. Um, what are the connections, if any, to, uh, of the Torrigiani family to the Medicis? But it would, uh, yes, it was like a connection that uh, in, the, in the same period of Medici, we are, um, we are a family that uh, was like a, uh, with, with lots of power. And uh, we we have, we we made starting to made in uh, between 1500s and 1600s a marriage between Torigiani's family and Corsini's family, Guicciardini's family. So we are all relatives now. And uh, the the Medici's family doesn't exist anymore. But at that period, we, for example, Pietro Torigiani bought uh, the, the 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 walls of Cosimo Primo de Medici <laughs> that made in the in the. In very near to the, our garden. And so you know, it's like a relationship between, because they are a, a fam, very big families uh, of Florence. So, uh, you know, um, I don't know very well, uh, no, no, no marriages between Medici and Torigiani. Yeah. And your family was also a family of bankers originally, is that correct? Bankers. Bankers? No, yes, we, we born like uh, winers. Wine winery in uh, 12, 1200s, winery, mm, and then we, 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 we made money, lots of money with, uh, when, it, when we came uh, in Florence, and then we started to uh, com commerce, commerce, or uh, you say the pellice, as an animal uh, skin. We had also leather, but we had uh, places where we sell in Norimberga, in North Europe. Oh, okay, right. All Europe, so we we became obviously uh, from the wine to the leather and money, and then uh, you know uh, uh, families that you met in other families marriages within, and then uh, title, and then great family with all uh, governor and whatever, but no bankers. No bankers, okay. <laughs> The, the last guide of this garden, written about this garden, is uh, of the 1824. It's an old Italian, uh, with, and then I would like to re re rewrite a new guide because something, uh, unfortunately, is missing. In the, the, okay, the, the garden still remains the same, but some, yes, for example, there was a, a, a cave with all the games with the water. Because also the um, also they played a lot, no, with the with the with the nature, with the water, with the, and so they are not anymore. Some other statues are not anymore. So it's some little bit different because um, something is changed. But we have a Sphinx 
till now, beautiful springs that we are many times discovered from uh, under the ivy. We, we discovered a lot of things under the nature also in the garden. Oh, yeah. And the springs, for example, that they were completely covered by the ivy. They, they are in our in uh, near uh, the, the house, the villa where we live. They they representing the they uh, cover the secret of the garden. Right, and and at the beginning of the garden, there is a statue of o Osiris or Os Osiride. I'm not sure what. And this is very important is because this is the beginning. I'm really sorry, I forgot completely. But at the beginning is a very important statue of Osiris. And Osiris is the, uh, exact, is the god of, re of death and resurrection. So in the, at the entrance. And he brings gardens to the behavior of doing the visit of the garden. So you say the garden, because in 1824 Pietro Torrigiani opened the garden to the public with necessarily the ticket. So he made, the, I tried to make all the things that he made and um, with all the rules for doing the visit of the garden. And uh, this uh, god Osiris is the the Egyptian god, Egyptian god, Egyptian because uh, you remember the period is Napoleon's. Ah, uh -huh. and very important things uh, is that Napoleon, uh, he used to, he, incredible, he's, he, he took, he bring Pietro Torrigiani, the young Pietro Torrigiani with him, and he bring Pietro Torrigiani with him in Versailles, between when Pietro Torrigiani was, was like 14 years old to 18 years old. Because this is reason Napoleon did these things, because he used the, the young people of the most important family in Europe, and he used to bring with him just to teach them, no? Really? So Pietro Torrigiani, who was the main character in your family, who's the one responsible for the garden and the path of enlightenment, spent four years with Napoleon at Versailles? Exactly. In fact, wow. the time... The tower is, they use the tower also for important reason for the science, like astronomical observatory. So this reason that uh, Pietro Torrigiani believed, is, you know, Napoleon, the Illuminism. Right. In, in France, so they, they believe that with the, with the reason, with the, with the light, with the reason, with the light, and you can do. So they, he made lots of things for the science. In the tower, inside the tower, they used the tower like, like the first astronomical observatory in Florence. And the first floor was a library, beautiful. Also Pietro Torrigiani, this madman, built a mechanical chair into the tower that with the movement, manual movement, can go to the top of the tower. He invented the original, the lift. <laughs> is, that, is that still there? It's still not, uh, um, unfortunately not, also the astronomical... Uh, some many things, and we thought that uh, during the war. Yeah, has has any of have any of the astronomical instruments? Um, have you found any at the Galileo Museum? No, no, because I we thought they they were all stolen. Oh right, right. So some of those things at the Galileo Museum may have been in the in your tower. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's excellent. Okay, so um, so basically, the statue of Osiris opens up the uh, the the path, and then. What that path is, is aside from calling it a path of enlightenment, we could also call it a shamanic journey. Exactly. Also, also shamanic journey. Yes, of course. Absolutely. I call it uh, exactly esoteric journey, shamanic journey, uh, everything that can, uh, can make you concentrate on yourself and on your life, on the nature, on the, you know, on the... 
on the feeling of the, the I don't know, if I can speak in English now, <laughs> I probably, uh, if I will speak, but um, Illum yes. Illumination. Yeah, something illumination yourself and then uh, uh, from, uh, um, uh, 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 sorry, sorry, Jesse, but uh, 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 <laughs> lontano, far, far. Yeah, far, long, far away, right. Far, far away from the, the other world, you know, the, the, all the things, uh, the, the fast, the ignorance, the something that you can uh, take care and relax and uh, have your, uh, your, your journey inside yeah. you. Uh, now, now, I asked you this when I was at the garden, but um, how did you learn about all this stuff? Were you taught it by your father or, it, or you read it or all of those things or how so did you learn it? I, I started to, I was in, in love with the, the garden and in love with my family. In fact, I am, you know, the, the child uh, that goes all the time to the grandmother. I was with, 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 with my, my grandmother uh, telling all, and I asked her uh, infinity times to all the history of the family, of the incredible people of the family, of the garden. And then we did with my father and then with my uncle. Then I start. I try to to to, to write uh, as I told you. I'm right for now only the history of the family, the new guide of the garden. And so I start to um, uh, to study it all uh, to go in the in the bibliotheque, in the biblioteca. Yeah. Yes. In the library. Sorry, in the library yeah. and uh, start to uh, research because there are many uh, writing of this garden of the villa of Torrigiani's family. So I started to work and then. Uh, in the library, uh, lots of library, and uh, with also people that wrote of this garden, journalists, uh, uh, with teachers uh, of exoterics, with teachers, at the, and also uh, we have, um, my family has still own my uncle, a beautiful house in the countryside, and inside this house there is a, a very giant, a very big room, with all, is like a library with all the history of the family. All the documents, uh, all the, the archive, we call the archive. I know yeah, the archive, yeah. So you have access to the archive and you've studied uh, all of the documents pertaining to your family history. I read the, the letter, manual letter, where uh, Pietro Torrigiani bought the contract, where he bought the uh, Cosimo the first Medici walls. Yeah. On, in 1802, I read I read a lot of things about all the the stuff in this garden, the, the gardener, the the vegetable gardens, the when the cows they sell the cows and the things, and uh, also the history. So I studied uh, uh, a lot of um, from this uh, archive. Uh, how do you say? Ar archive, yeah. Archive. Archive. Yes. And so the uh, the room you're referring to is at the Villa Torrigiani. No, is uh, in Monte Castello. It's near Pisa, where we have the countryside, the houses. Um, it's like owned by Familia Malaspina. Malaspina, right. Yes, in that family, we, with my gra great grandfather, uh, decided to, to put the archive in that. Uh, Monte Castello is like a sort of a, a, a castle house of a tiny village. Is that still in the family? Yeah, still in the family is owned by my uncle. It's all divided because we are a, a huge family. So you know, you know that uh, maybe my grandfather has uh, 20 villas, um, and now we have one each, <laughs> and because the other the, the other ten they he, he sold. <laughs> Does the aristocracy in Italy still own a lot of its uh, property, or has that property gradually been sold off as it has happened as has happened in England? 
Exactly. Is the we are now we call the decadence. <laughs> the decadence. So you had something similar in the 20th century in Italy. Yes, because uh, you can. When I told you that we have a castle, that we have this garden, maybe you uh, people can can imagine. Oh wow! Look at that. They have a castle. Can imagine? <laughs> But have a castle now. Now we have to pay taxes on. Right. It's the taxes. Yeah. yeah. Because you say that the the the, the castle was built in the 1000. So it's a tiny hold. So you can imagine that every year we have to spend 100 euros only for maintenance, normal. Right, right. 100,000 euros. 1,000, yes, sorry. Right. Yes. 1,000 right. euros, on, but only for the ordinary maintenance. And I don't, I, is for this garden is most, more, much more. So we are trying to uh, work with this property. I'm doing restoring the greenhouse. My brother is doing uh, hospitality in the castle. Because if not, we, if we, can we, we, we can maintain and we have to sell. And if we sell, sell maybe to, I don't know, a Russian or Indian, uh, just say for people that who has, no, who has money. Right. It's finished everything. No? Right, right, yeah. It's not, I don't have problem with it, but you can the difference between a family that owned this garden from 1500s or the castle from 1000 no <laughs> yeah and so during the during the fascist era um, how did that affect your prop your family's property because no because they they like uh, mussolini is like uh, in love with the noble oh right right with the aristocracy So he he gave uh, he gave t titles for money or is uh, like oh uh, right He loved, he loved absolutely the end. So my my grandfather was where he made my grandfather like a the like a syndaco in a, in the Fosdinovo. He's like uh, no 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 no. He's uh, with the Mussolini. We're like no 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 problems. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and but but you're but you guys did have a problem when in the 70s or the 60s or something when the city of Florence attempted to take over your garden. Secondly, they took over our garden. It was public for a, a tiny period and then we have uh, uh, made uh, I don't know I just say you told me the, the remain a lawsuit yeah yes yeah. And, the, and then the second time so we won right so also my father as uh, his um, people that works for him uh, the gardeners and also because also the people from Florida say okay yes we can take care take the garden and then we have to expand the garden we have to spend money So, in fact, if you see, unfortunately, I'm very sad about these things that in Italy, and this is very terrible, but all the things that goes to the public, no, on the public, like from Florence in Comune, they go, they're gonna die. They just go, they just go to ruin? Because they, they, they keep money for themselves and they, they, they don't have passion for the, the, the place, so who cares? The, well, yeah, you know what, actually, I have a question about that. Um, What what role does the mafia have in Italy? I mean, as far as you know, But is it real? Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. Is it real? Yes, yes, it's, it's real because it's a, a something a, a a way to do the things that we have in Italy. You no, know, you help me, I help you. Right. If you, it's not a, like a, if if you are very good, you can go. If you are my nephew, you can go. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, in all. Um, Is a attitude, it's terrible attitude. It's, you know, Italian for me are incredible, great for many reasons. The artists, uh, yeah. genius for. But 
at the same times they like uh, I help you, you help me. It's not it's not nepotism. I think the word. Yeah. Well, there's there's good and bad everywhere. But um, I now does the Boboli Gardens are those older or or younger than uh, your gardens? Is 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 older. It's They're older. Quite the same the same period because it's the 1500s. Yes, but uh, Boboli Garden is still. Incredible garden was, was because it was the garden of the Pitti Palace, the Medi, the Medici, the family. So the king, no. Uh, so it was like a, a sort of a tiny Versailles. Come yeah. Beautiful, amazing. But it's now is uh, take care of the, by the Comune of Florence. It's going down, down, down because uh-huh. uh, you know they asking money for the restoration. They put the money inside the pocket or. Oh right. It's difficult, and, uh, yeah. but it, it, it's sad. Yeah, but it's like this. I wanted to ask you, um, where where was Merlin's grotto? No, la la grotta di Merlino. Yeah, Merlino. Yeah, scrape. Yes, it's it's not we can't see, but I found that there is in the in the in the in this guide of 1824. Uh, um, they they designed it's Merlin's grave in the in the in the part of my father where we have the greenhouses, you see. Oh uh, right, right, okay. Where the greenhouses I, are now. I tried to found uh, because there is also under between. You remember the hippodrome, for example. Uh-huh. The, when you see it, from the hippodrome, you you look at the at the tower. There is a hill between the hippodrome and the tower. In that hill, my cousin told me that there is a statue of Pietro Torrigiani at horse, or uh, ride a horse, under the ground. Oh, really? Yes. Wow, that's incredible. Have you guys thought about digging it up, or is it too deep? <laughs> yes, yes. Now we are to find the solution because it's like a, a giant, it's not tiny statue, it's big. Oh, right, right, okay, all right. It's easy because there is a wood now. Is uh, trees, so it's very difficult. We don't know. And the the Merlin's grave. In I I search a lot of things because I found we found sometimes uh, under the ivy, special maybe some stones that the Freemasonry put in put in this uh, in a specific in a correct uh, point of the garden because they believe, as I told you, for energy point of this garden. So sometimes we discover something new. And where I, when I'm going in the other side of where the greenhouses are to find uh, Merlin's grave, I I don't find I, I try to to you know to um, to find that, that the the remnants or whatever yeah. And I go there, and I found under the the the, the stones pipes, hydron uh, pipes for the for the water. So it's like very very old. Thank you for listening to the Great Work Radio. The Great Work Radio and blog are features of Jesse War's website and can be accessed at jessiewar.com. That's J E S S E W A U G H dot com. We look forward to comments submitted to the blog and hope you enjoyed today's program. To download the Great Work Radio program files, just search for the name Jesse War in the iTunes Store.